to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Aristimuño, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the VIP Show with your host, Jose Aristimuño. On the line today, I have a great friend. She was part of my VIP Mastermind this year. Uh, she's a serial entrepreneur. She's in the education space. Uh, she's the CEO of Top Score Writing. She gives curriculums to parents, teachers, schools all across uh, the country. My friend, Lisa Column. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Happy to see you again. Uh, yes. Thank you for being Look, Folks, if you missed the VIP Mastermind 2021, uh, we had an amazing, amazing uh, sort of you know, all sort of event with anything that has to do with money, with marketing, with mindset. You got to be at the 2022 yes. dates to be announced soon. Lisa will be there again. So I'm so happy um, that you were a part of it. Um, I want to know, Lisa, uh, you've been in the education in, in the education space for a long time. You were a teacher before you were a CEO. How did top score writing come about? So, I wanted to be a teacher since the time I was five years old. Everyone who knew me knew I wanted to be a teacher. So I went and got my degree and 21 years old, I jump into teaching. I was super excited. And I, the school I was at was what they called departmentalized. So one teacher taught reading, one teacher taught math, one teacher taught writing and so on. So they put me in charge of writing. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing I asked for was the curriculum, because every subject has curriculum that teachers can follow. They should, you know, you pull from other resources, but you have your main book or, or set of resources that you use. Well, there was nothing for writing. I was told to try to find stuff online, try to find stuff in the teacher bookstore. And I found nothing. I found like a book on grammar, a book on sentences, but nothing that I could follow like all the other teachers had. So I just happened to be at the lowest Title I school, F school in my county. So I knew I was working with students that were below grade level. Um, and I just, I went back to basics and I came up with a really simple approach with simple structure and lots of repetition and practice. Cause we know that's what works best with kids. Mm -hmm. And I was able to get a hundred percent of my students to pass the state writing exam, which was unheard of. I was actually investigated by the department of education twice because they did not believe that those students at that school could all pass the test. Mm -hmm. um, but everything was always cleared. And I just, I went on to share my ways, never thought of starting a business. Like I was, I'm, my whole heart is an educator. So when, you know, eight, nine years in, when I decided to take a job teaching online, now this was like pre-COVID online, okay. um, I, I take this job and everyone I used to work with says, where'd you go? We need all those resources and those things you used to tell us, like how are we supposed to do writing? And I was like, oh, I had another baby. I'm working from home. And they're like, can you just write it down? We'll buy it. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't even know how to begin to start a business. <laughs> I know nothing. I make $38,000 a year. I, don't e I can't even begin. They said, no, 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 just write it down, type it out, put it in a binder, we'll buy it. And it was a few weeks of them begging that landed me on Google typing in, how do you start a business in Florida? And I built it on the side where I worked full time for four years. And then it just slowly took off. And now we're this nationwide multimillion dollar company. So it's just something I, I had to, I figured out every step of the way, like I, uh, lots of, I say bumps in the road, but that's how it all happened. Just by people uh, asking me to do it. 
Amazing. So, so important. I mean, so many amazing lessons within what you just said, because obviously I think entrepreneurs think or, or, or entrepreneurs that are, that are first starting out, they think that they, they need to have it all figured out before starting. And you need to figure out um, along the way. Yeah, I have an idea, uh, but do your own research like you did. You literally went to Google and said, how to start your own business, how to start an LLC, you know, and, and it, step by step, it tells you what to do. And then you just get it done. Um, everyone starts from zero. Most people, most people start uh, from zero. And, and that's what you did. And I think also it's important too. You don't always, I think everybody's different in the, when it comes to your job, your day job, some people quit their day job and just start doing their entrepreneurship. Some people like you maybe continue to have that cash flow coming in as a teacher. And then you had your side hustle, right? I think it was a side hustle at the beginning and then it turned into a full blown multi-million dollar uh, education um, business. So that, that's amazing, Lisa. I mean, honestly, congrats. Um, Thank you. Not a lot of people. I think you took, you, you identified a problem right? Yep. Being a teacher, you saw that there was something missing and you filled the gap. And I think I tell people, people always ask me, they come to me and they say, Hey, Jose, how do I start a business? Well, look, look in your surroundings, look around you. What is missing? What, what, what gap can you fill? Right. Um, so really, really, really amazing. I need it, you know, for guys that, you know, girls, guys and girls that are listening to the podcast. Um, when I was younger, I wasn't the best high school student. I graduated, um, from a Florida high school that I'm not going to name, but I graduated with a 2.0 GPA, which is the legal GPA you that you it, need yeah. to graduate. I think they pushed me through. I think I had like a 1.8, but like I can't have Jose in this high yeah. school anymore. They pushed me through. I need, I need at least a column, you yeah. know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago uh, right. to teach me how to write. But this, this is amazing. And, you know, so you, you provide the curriculum not only to teachers, not only to parents, but you also provide it to the schools. Talk to me about the process. How did it start? Did you start with one teacher, with one parent, with one school? How did you start to scale? So in the beginning, I had my 10 to 15 schools that I had worked with in the in the years prior, mm -hmm. um, who I used to kind of share my ways with, and they're the ones that asked you to write it down. So I came up with this structured way, you know, with lessons like day one, lesson one, day two. And I knew I needed to write it from a teacher's perspective, meaning that I knew I'd been in their shoes. So I didn't want to hand them lessons that were six pages long because no one has time for that. I didn't want to send them lessons that were confusing. I wanted to keep it very simple for them and the students. So it started with that small amount of schools and then teachers talk to teachers. Um, and then so we spread to more schools and then um, a superintendent in a, in a county was looking at scores online and she came across all these scores that were really high in this one area. And she called every school and they all said, Oh, this girl, Lisa sells this binder of lessons. That's what we use. And mm -hmm. so one day I get this call on my cell phone and I, you know, I'm just no one important ever called my phone. So I'm like, hello, <laughs> hi, I'm the superintendent of, I'm like, Oh, hi. And oh so God. she goes, I'm going to need 500 binders um, by next wow. week. And I'm going to need you to come out here and train the teachers. And I was like, get, no problem. I'll get my production team on it. Meaning yeah. Me and my two kids and husband <laughs> in our in the living room. Um, and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is it. And mm -hmm. then that superintendent talked to another one. So really, you know, kind of going off of what you said, seeing that problem and providing the solution. I still to this day do my marketing that way to teachers. I'm I'm I start with, I know you have this problem, here's the solution. Or I know you have this need, here's the resource to fill that need. So it just really started to spread by teachers talking to teachers. And it after, you know, I, I built it slow, I'll be honest. I kept having kids, you know, I had two and then I had three and then four. Um, and I, you know, the the high risk, I, I couldn't really just 
jump out of my job and and try to start it. So I built it. And then and the fourth year, when it got to the point where I knew I was making good money and it was going to be sustainable and keep growing, that's when I decided to go full-time with Top School Writing. I love it. No, truly amazing. Now, talk to me about uh, COVID. Obviously, everybody was home and a lot of uh, there was a lot of parents that had to take on the role of teaching, right, uh, to help their kids get get through. Um, did you boom? Did your business grow during COVID? What happened during COVID for your business? Yeah, so it was one of those times where I took it as a um, not only the CEO of Top Score Writing, but also a parent. Mm-hmm. I saw both sides of it. I saw that um, it was hard being at a school as a teacher, teaching from home. And I also thought that it's hard being at home working with your kids. So I immediately went into like mom panic mode. What can I do to help every other mom and, and teacher? And so I decided to put out uh, free lessons every week for every grade level. So I went online, you know, we were all kind of new to Zoom started recording lessons of me teaching. And I just put them out. I made a website and every week, three lessons went out. There were hundreds of lessons. And what ended up happening was so many people, we had over 10,000 people view those lessons in the first 60 days that I grew because those parents and those teachers got a chance to use it. I wasn't charging. I was just putting it out there to help. And so that when we did go back to school, a lot of those schools and parents were then reaching out saying, Hey, that stuff during COVID, do you still have it? And it actually, <laughs> it actually um, allowed me to create a whole new product because I had kind of done um, not the most professional version during the free ones. I was just jumping on Zoom trying to get them out like that because of COVID. But what I ended up doing the following years, myself and my whole team, we recorded a teacher-led video a version of every single lesson. And I have a hundred lessons per grade level and I have second through 12th. So wow. that's a lot of lessons. That's a lot and of we lessons. recorded. They're all about 30 to 45 minutes long. And now teachers and parents have the ability to push play on these videos. So it was definitely something uh, we were able to grow from it, but also provide just another needed resource for teachers. And now, even though most of us are back, um, you know, there's teacher shortage. There's a lot of substitutes. There's a lot of teachers that are stressed. So these videos allow the teachers to provide writing to the students by just pushing play. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Really cool. And and, and, a, and an amazing creative way to innovate during, uh, you know, you know, trying times, right. That, that, that it was. Right. And I, I saw it as a mom too. Cause I was like, I was trying to work all four kids were like, I need help with this, this, you know? Yeah. And I thought I need to create something that allows the parent just to, they can sit on the computer and push play and they don't need to come to you for anything. And so that's yeah. what I did. hundred percent. I mean, they, they also needed, they were probably, some of them were working from home too. So they needed to do their work. Um, right. Really, really right. cool. What do you say, Lisa? Um, um, you know, Part of part of this whole thing, you know, and at the VIP show, we try to tell people like, what are some practical tips for people who are starting? Um, you know, they, they want it, whatever, whether they want to do social media, they want to do PR, they want to do real estate. What are some of the tips that maybe you wish you knew early on that maybe you learn along the way to become a successful uh, entrepreneur? Yeah, I think the you know, the the main thing I could probably tell 100 things, but the main thing I always say is. We got to stop overthinking it. And it kind of goes back to what I said in the beginning. Stop trying to come up with the perfect plan. Everyone I talk to says, well, I'm still working on it. I haven't figured out every detail of my business plan. Or I'm not sure because it, it might not be the right time. Or I might do this. So I, and I always say, just start it. Even if you start it small on the side, or if you want to do it full time, 
you can build it at your own pace. It took me four years. If I would have put full force into it and not kept having babies, I could have probably built it faster. And if I would have known what I know now, obviously I could have done it much faster. But the biggest thing is you've got to start it and then you got to put your presence out there. So for me, um, social media was big from 10 years ago. I always joke with people. I said, go back to my top score writing Facebook page from 10 years ago, my first post. And remember, these were these were old school phones. We didn't have fancy things. That's right. <laughs> it's me and my minivan with a whole bunch of boxes in the trunk. And I'm delivering them to schools because that's what I did. And then the next picture is me in my living room making binders. So I was showing people from the beginning how I was building this. Teachers connected with me because they said, oh, look, she's a teacher and she's making binders in her her living room. Mm -hmm. And it was my story and my background that, that sold the product, really. I was posting every step of the way. I was telling people as I was building it. And I think that's really what what helped me grow and, and allow those connections. Teacher talking to teachers. Hey, do you see that girl? Mm-hmm. She's like, she was a teacher. Now she made this writing curriculum. Mm-hmm. She's making it with her kids and, you know, word just spread. So I think it's, you got to start it and then just let people know you're there. You know, your social media is like your website. Yeah. You know, most people go check out your Instagram over your website. You know, it's, quick. it's your resume. Like, it's your resume. Resumes are gone. People are just going to go Google you and, and look at you at Instagram. People don't even, people don't even have business cards anymore. People just say, what's your Instagram? I'll let you on Instagram. I mean, it, it's That's crazy, it. but. That's it. And I always tell people too, you know, for me, I didn't, I always, I'm in my 10th year of owning top score writing. And for the first six, I didn't do $1 of advertising. I had no clue what I was doing. I was, I was on my own. I didn't get a team till four years ago. So, but you're, you're able to do so much just by letting people use pieces of it. So one thing I've always done, I still do to this day is mm-hmm. I give out five free lessons. It's the first five, five lessons of a, of a, one of my units and mm-hmm. it's a whole week. And so I advertise it as a free week of lessons. Mm-hmm. I let teachers use it and it hooks them, right? I always, I want to let them try it. And then from there, we follow up with that lead and, you know, Hey, how'd the lessons go? Oh, they're great. Okay. Do you, you know, is your school interested? Well, not sure. Okay. How about some free checklists? Let me show you how these checklists. Oh, these are awesome. So I'm always giving little pieces or uh, like a 15 minute free webinar, anything like that um, to get to have them like be able to, you know, to get in a little bit and see, and that's always worked. And I think that, People trust it when they can try it and see it. Yes, they want data and all that, but that's always been my go-to marketing strategy. Good, good. And I know that's amazing. I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, that's that's the hook. You know, they, they it doesn't hurt to try, right? And if it works, they're going to call you back because they're going to love it and they're going to need you uh, for that's the rest it. of the ride. Uh, what does the future of top score writing uh, look like? I know you're in 10 to 12 states today. Um, are you guys looking to expand to all 50 states in the United States international? Talk to me a little bit about the future of top yeah. score. Yeah. I'm on a mission. I, um, I, as an educator and a mom, I'm a little frustrated that writing's kind of um, the lost art. It's kind of being pushed aside. And because we're moving into this digital world, which I understand, but we're forgetting that our kids still have to take the ACT and the SAT and they still have to write college research papers and they still have to do job applications and they still have to write emails. And so whether you're going to type what you're thinking or talk it into your phone, you still got to know how to take those thoughts and put them on paper. So I'm trying to bring back that life skill of writing and every educator and every parent agrees. I just, it's almost like a reminder, you know, Hey, we got to, if you keep preaching college ready, we got to get them college ready because what's happening is 
we're pushing our kids out of the school system and graduating them with not one skill of writing. And they're spending their first semester of college in the prep class trying to learn a basic essay. So I really want to, my, I've, I've already said I want to expand nationwide. Um, that started about three years ago. We're in the 10 to 12 other states, but this is the year that I want to get in every single state. So I started my grant. It's a $1 million grant that I'm funding through my company. And basically, we're going to meet the budget needs of any school. So if the school says, I have you know $2,000, we'll see what they need, and we'll, we'll cover the grant the rest and make it work. So we're trying to meet the budget needs of every school to get in the hands of every teacher to help every student. Amazing. And, uh, amazing. And I know you're going to get it done. It's such a need in the United States. Um, you know, if you look at the scores of, of just how the United States scores in science and math, everything we're behind, you know, many, many uh, countries across the world, right? We're good at, at many things, but I think uh, education is something that we need to improve. And thank you, Lisa, yeah. for uh, being in the forefront of such an amazing uh, and powerful cause. Where can yeah. people find you online if they want to work with you, they want to learn from you? Yep. So just go to my Instagram. It's Lisa Column CEO. That's my handle. And you can always go to my website, which is lisacollum.com. And if anyone has any um, questions or wants more information about top score writing for parents or teachers, um, it is www.topscorewriting.com. Folks, you hear here the VIP show or friend Lisa Collum. Make sure you go follow her, learn from her. And if you're a teacher or a school, uh, go talk to her so you can get your curriculum. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa, for being on the show. And folks, you know it. If you like the show, leave a comment on our Instagram, the VIP show. Subscribe on Spotify or Apple Music. Thank you so much, everybody. Mm-hmm.